The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy Feast Day to all priests, especially parish priests. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, August 4th, 2022, Thursday of the 18th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. John Vianney. Born in 1786, he wanted to become a priest, but his failure to comprehend Latin lectures forced him to seek private tutoring. After a lengthy battle with the books, John was ordained. His work as a confessor is John Vianney's most remarkable accomplishment. In the winter months, he spent 11 to 12 hours a day reconciling people with God. In the summer months, this time was increased to 16 hours. Even the few hours he would allow for sleep were disturbed by the devil. In 1929, Pope Pius XI named him the patron of parish priests worldwide. St. John Vianney died August 4th, 1859. St. John Vianney, pray for us and for all priests. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for small and medium-sized businesses in the midst of economic and social crisis May they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Many years ago, I heard this anecdote of a lady who was getting a little bit older and uh, one day at church she went into confession and she started confessing until after a while given that there was a lot of silence on the other side she kind of stopped and asked father are you there there was no answer the priest wasn't there and she had been there for quite a while And so she laughed, realized, man, I'm getting really old. My ears are not working too well. And she came out of the confessional laughing. The next day, she came back to church. And before she went in, this young woman stopped her 
and told her, I wanted to thank you. This lady had never seen this woman before. And so she was surprised and she said, well, what, what are you thanking me for? We've never met before. And so this younger woman says, yes, I know. But yesterday, I was having a really hard time. I was desperate, not knowing what to do. And I came to church, walked in, sad, and said, God, show me what I need to do to be at peace. And then I saw you coming out of the confessional, so happy that I realized God was telling me that that's what you need, confession. And today I went to confession and I'm extremely happy. This burden has been taken off my shoulders. Obviously, you can imagine how much this woman must have laughed because she was laughing because there was no priest, because she was getting old. But God took advantage of that to help this other woman see the beauty of confession, the joy that comes from confession. And I bring this up in this meditation because today we're celebrating the feast of a saint that loved the sacrament of confession. His name is St. John Vianney, also known as the Curé d'Ars. A priest in a small town in France, Ars, a pastor who didn't have a great intellect, didn't write any great books, he was not a great theologian, but he was convinced in the power of sacraments. He was very much in love with the Eucharist. He was a very pious priest. And he was known, and he is still known, for his great love and his persevering ministry in the sacrament of, of confession, reconciliation. The curé d'Ars would spend hours. Sometimes, they think up to 15 or 18 hours in one day in the confessional. And people would come from all over town, of course, but even more from all over France because he became famous. People would talk about this priest who had this special grace in a sacrament of reconciliation. And people would come, even from the United States, I think people would go there. And this was a long time ago. It wasn't that easy, right, to go to France as it is today. People need to get on a boat and cross the Atlantic. It was a long trip, dangerous. But people would do that because they wanted to go to confession to this holy priest. And of course, he was a very exceptional man, but the reality is he was doing something that is not at all exceptional. And it's good that you and I realize that we don't need to get on a ship and go to France in order to get the same thing all these people were getting. 
the sacrament of reconciliation, God's mercy, that comes to us, to the priest, as he is giving us absolution, to the ministry of the church, that God-given grace to all priests, the power to absolve from sins, How beautiful is that? How amazing is that? And again, it's normal that you and I sometimes have a hard time going to confession. It's, it's difficult always, right? a little bit embarrassing to go and recognize in front of someone else that we've done this or that, especially when sins are bigger. It's really hard, right? But how much grace comes from that? What a beautiful thing to be able to recognize your sins in front of God and to be absolved through His minister. To be saved from sin. And God is there wanting to forgive us. No matter how bad we are, God is there wanting to forgive us. One of the things that St. John Vianney used to say is God is quicker to forgive than a mother to snatch her child from the fire. God is quick to forgive. He's not that tough judge, right, that is there to give us a sentence for our sins. He's a loving mother, a loving father, who wants her child to come and apologize and immediately covers him with his embrace. Like we see in the parable of the prodigal son that Jesus himself told us. There Jesus is talking about his father God and how he will receive us when we come back and say we're sorry and recognize our sins. The embrace we will get from God, the party that will happen in heaven, the joy of having us back again. God is quick to forgive. Let's go to confession. Maybe we don't have a curé d'ars in our parish, but the priest in your parish has the power from God to absolve your sins, just like the curé d'ars, just like St. John Vianney. Maybe his advice is not going to be as good as that of a saint. Who knows? Maybe your pastor is a saint. Maybe he does give good advice. But even if he doesn't, maybe if he isn't, he's still going to absolve your sins. And you're going to get the grace, the joy that comes from knowing that we have been forgiven by God and filled with His grace and given another opportunity. Go to confession. Go to confession frequently to say, like we're doing now, Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, give me your grace. And just like he said, Jesus himself said to the woman who had been caught in adultery, go and sin no more. And we will try, Jesus, to sin no more. But unfortunately, we're weak. 
and we'll fall again. Well, let's go back to confession. There is God waiting for us, like a loving Father that He is. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's the Memorial of St. John Vianney, Thursday, August 4th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And, and my, my mouth will, will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, 
Although they had seen all of my works, come let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, "They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways." So I swore in my anger, "They shall not enter into my rest." Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning. Is now and will be forever, Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Savior, we will praise you forever. Lord, we are our Savior. We will praise you forever. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, 
we beat down our foes. In your name we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you are our Savior. We will praise you forever. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations, you make us a byword. Among the peoples, a thing of derision. All day long, my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame. At the voice of the taunter, the scoffer. At the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Spare us, O Lord. Do Do not bring your own people into contempt. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. Rise Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for for you you are merciful. This befell us that we had not forgotten you though we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out He who knows the secrets of the heart. It is for you we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord. Why do you sleep? Arise. Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen.
Lord, rise up and come to our aid. With your strong arm, lead us to freedom, as you mightily delivered our forefathers. Since you are the King who knows the secrets of our hearts, fill them with the light of truth. Rise Rise up, O Lord, Lord, and save us, for for you you are merciful. merciful. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the beginning of the book of the prophet Hosea. The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, the son of Beeri, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, son of Joash, king of Israel. In the beginning of the Lord speaking to Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take a harlot wife and harlot's children, for the land gives itself to harlotry, turning away from the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Diblaim, and she conceived and bore him a son. Then the Lord said to him, Give him the name Jezreel. For in a little while I will punish the house of Jehu for the bloodshed at Jezreel and bring to an end the kingdom of the house of Israel. On that day I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. When she conceived again and bore a daughter, the Lord said to him, Give her the name Lo-Ruhamah. I no longer feel pity for the house of Israel. Rather, I abhor them utterly. Yet for the house of Judah I feel pity. I will save them by the Lord their God, but I will not save them by war, by sword or bow, by horses or horsemen. After she weaned Lo-Ruhamah, she conceived and bore a son. Then the Lord said, Give him the name Lo-Ami, for you are not my people and I will not be your God. Again the Lord said to me, Give your love to a woman beloved of a paramour, an adulteress, even as the Lord loves the people of Israel, though they turn to other gods and are fond of raisin cakes. So I bought her for fifteen pieces of silver and a homer and a lethic of barley. Then I said to her, Many days you shall wait for me, You shall not play the harlot or belong to any man. I, in turn, will wait for you. For the people of Israel shall remain many days without king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred pillar, without ephod or household idols. Then the people of Israel shall turn back and seek the Lord their God and David their king. They shall come trembling to the Lord and to his bounty. In the last days, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people God has made his own. Once Once you were not his people, but but now now you are are the people of God. God. Instead of being told, you are not my people, they shall be called the sons of the living God. Once Once you were were not his people, but but now you are are the people of God. A reading from the Catechetical Instructions of St. John Mary Vianney, Priest.
My little children, reflect on these words. The Christian's treasure is not on earth, but in heaven. Our thoughts, then, ought to be directed to where our treasure is. This is the glorious duty of man, to pray and to love. If you pray in love, that is where a man's happiness lies. Prayer is nothing else but union with God. When one has a heart that is pure and united with God, he is given a kind of serenity and sweetness that makes him ecstatic, a light that surrounds him with marvelous brightness. In this intimate union, God and the soul are fused together like two bits of wax that no one can ever pull apart. This union of God with a tiny creature is a lovely thing. It is a happiness beyond understanding. We had become unworthy to pray, but God in His goodness allowed us to speak with Him. Our prayer is incense that gives Him the greatest pleasure. My little children, your hearts are small, but prayer stretches them and makes them capable of loving God. Through prayer, we receive a foretaste of heaven, and something of paradise comes down upon us. Prayer never leaves us without sweetness. It is honey that flows into the soul and makes all things sweet. When we pray properly, sorrows disappear like snow before the sun. Prayer also makes time pass very quickly, and with such great delight that one does not notice its length. Listen. Once when I was a purveyor in Bresse, and most of my companions were ill, I had to make a long journey. I prayed to the good God, and believe me, the time did not seem long. Some men immerse themselves as deeply in prayer as fish in water, because they give themselves totally to God. There is no division in their hearts. Oh, how I love these noble souls! St. Francis of Assisi and St. Colette used to see our Lord and talk with Him just as we talk to one another. How unlike them we are! How often we come to the church with no idea of what to do or what to ask for! And yet, whenever we go to any human being, we know well enough why we go. And still worse, there are some who seem to speak to the good God like this. I will only say a couple of things to you, and then I will be rid of you. I often think that when we come to adore the Lord, we would receive everything we ask for if we would ask with living faith and with a pure heart. Our troubles pass quickly, and their burdens seem light when we compare them to the weight of eternal glory, which Which far exceeds exceeds the the burden burden of of our our suffering. suffering. No eye has seen nor ear heard, nor has the heart of man conceived the marvels God has prepared for those who love him, which Which far far exceeds exceeds the burden burden of of our suffering. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, who made the priest St. John Vianney wonderful in his pastoral zeal. Grant, we pray, that through his intercession and example, we may in charity win brothers and sisters for Christ and attain with them eternal glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, and today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. If you have 20 minutes, that's enough time to make your will. 
Relevant Radio partner Free Will has made it easy and free. Make your will today. Go to relevantradio.com slash free will. That's relevantradio.com slash free will. I'm Paul Sadek. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Peter makes his profession of faith, and the Lord gives him and the apostles their marching orders. From the 16th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do men say that the Son of Man is? Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the powers of death shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day, be raised. And Peter took him and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, this shall never happen to you. Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not on the side of God, but of men. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. As we honor St. John Vianney today, the patron of all priests, let's take this as a reminder to pray for priests. If anybody needs our prayers, it's priests. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. The curators used frequently to say, what a great thing it is to be a priest. If I were to understand this fully, I think I would die. God calls some men to this great dignity in order for them to serve their brothers. Nevertheless, the salvific mission of the church in the world is realized not only by ministers in virtue of the sacrament of orders, but also by all the lay faithful. Each one in his own profession and place in the world shines as a light in the world by virtue of their baptism and specific vocation in the measure property of each person, the lay faithful participate in the priestly, prophetic, and kingly functions of Christ. Their participation is in no way limited to helping clerics, although sometimes they may do this. The real place of the laity is not the sacristy, but the family, business, fashion, sport, fields of endeavor in which in their own right they must try to bring to God. 
The mission of the laity must lead them to imbue family, work, and the social order with the Christian principles that raise these areas of human living to the supernatural order and thus make them more human. The laity's business is the dignity and primacy of the human person, social solidarity, the sanctity of marriage, responsible freedom, love for the truth, respect for justice on all levels, the spirit of service, and the practice of mutual understanding and of charity. Precisely in order to exercise fully this prophetic, priestly, and royal function of Christ, the baptized need the help of the ministerial priesthood that confers the gift of divine life received from Christ, head of the body, in a privileged and tangible way. The more Christian and conscious people are of their dignity and of their vital role in the church, the more urgently they feel the need for priests who are truly priests. Today we ask our Lord for holy, lovable, and learned priests who treat souls like precious jewels of Jesus Christ and who know how to give up their own personal plans for the love of others. May they have a profound love for the Mass, the principal end of their ordination, and the center of their day. May they orient their best pastoral efforts, like the Curia d'Ars, towards the explicit proclamation of the faith, towards the forgiveness of sins, and the Eucharist. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 14 before the hour, we pray with the whole church now. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. O Shepherd of Israel, hear us. You who lead Joseph's flock, shine forth from your cherubim throne upon Ephraim, Benjamin, Manasseh. O Lord, rouse up your might. O Lord, come to our help. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Lord God of hosts, how long will you frown on your people's plea? You have fed them with tears for their bread, an abundance of tears for their drink. You have made us the taunt of our neighbors. Our enemies laugh us to scorn. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us, and we shall be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. To plant it, you drove out the nations. Before it, you cleared the ground. It took root and spread through the land. The mountains were covered with its shadow, the cedars of God with its boughs. It stretched out its branches to the sea, to the great river it stretched out its shoots. Then why have you broken down its walls? It is plucked by all who pass by. It is ravaged by the boar of the forest, devoured by the beasts of the field. God of hosts, turn again, we implore. Look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and protect it the vine your right hand has planted. Men have burnt it with fire and destroyed it. May they perish at the frown of your face. 
May your hand be on the man you have chosen, the man you have given your strength. And we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, Eternal Shepherd, you so tend the vineyard you planted that now it extends its branches even to the farthest coast. Look down on your church and come to us. Help us remain in your Son as branches on the vine, that, planted firmly in your love, we may testify before the whole world to your great power working everywhere. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. I give you thanks, O Lord, though you have been angry with me. Your anger has abated, and you have consoled me. God indeed is my Savior. I am confident and unafraid. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. With joy you will draw water at the fountain of salvation and say on that day, Give thanks to the Lord, acclaim his name. Among the nations make known his deeds. Proclaim how exalted is his name. Sing praise to the Lord for his glorious achievement. Let this be known throughout all the earth. Shout with exultation, O city of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Shout in triumph to the God of Jacob. Raise a song and sound the timbrel, the sweet-sounding harp and the lute. Blow the trumpet at the new moon, when the moon is full on our feast. For this is Israel's law, a command of the God of Jacob. He imposed it as a rule on Joseph when he went out against the land of Egypt. A voice I did not know said to me, I freed your shoulder from the burden. Your hands were freed from the load. You called in distress, and I saved you. I answered concealed in the storm cloud. At the waters of Mirabah I tested you. Listen, my people, to my warning. O Israel, if only you would heed. Let there be no foreign god among you, no worship of an alien god. I am the Lord, your God. 
who brought you from the land of Egypt. Open wide your mouth, and I will fill it. But my people did not heed my voice, and Israel would not obey. So I left them in their stubbornness of heart to follow their own designs. Oh, that my people would heed me, that Israel would walk in my ways. At once I would subdue their foes, turn my hand against their enemies. The Lord's enemies would cringe at their feet, and their subjection would last forever. But Israel I would feed with finest wheat, and fill them with honey from the rock. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, open our mouths to proclaim your glory. Help us leave sin behind and to rejoice in professing your name. Ring Ring out out your your joy joy to God, God, our strength. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, walls, Jerusalem, I have have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have have set set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On your your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty and merciful God, who made the priest St. John Vianney wonderful in his pastoral zeal, grant, we pray, that through his intercession and example we may in charity win brothers and sisters for Christ and attain with them eternal glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.